0: Welcome to the Daily Thunder Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Rabar, beat writer for dailythunder.com. I am joined by absolutely no one. Apparently, everybody was too busy on a Saturday afternoon doing really cool stuff instead of wanting to talk to me. About a 20 point blowout loss. <laughs> so I get it. Uh, regular host Ryan Woods, uh, I guess he wants to spend time with his family or some lame excuse. I am here to talk about Thunder versus Knicks, 119 to 97. This was a game, though, um, a lot closer than you would think given that it was a 22 point loss. The Thunder were actually up by nine after the first quarter, 31 to 22. Then it was a two-point game at halftime. Then the Knicks started to stretch it at the end of the third quarter and had a, a slight double-digit lead going into the fourth. And then the fourth, they blew it up. But the the Thunder kind of threw in the white towel in the fourth quarter as well. Didn't play Lou Dort, only played Horford limited minutes. The writing is on the wall here. Hamadou Diallo was the first domino. He was just traded to the Detroit Pistons and Troy Weaver, of course, former Thunder. Um, Assistant General Manager is now the GM for Detroit. Wish Homming nothing but the best. And the Thunder get Svi. last name still to be learned by me. I can read it, and I've heard it said, but I don't want to butcher it, so we're going to call him Svee for now until I get it figured out. Uh, I'm going to learn how to spell it before I learn how to say it. I guarantee you that. Here's the deal. The Thunder – have transitioned now you know they won their last game before the break and they won their first game coming out of the break against the Mavs what happened directly after that Mavs when they traded Hamadou Diallo they decided to rest Shade Gilgis-Alexander and now they'll play the Grizz tomorrow. They'll rest Shea again, Baisley again, Al Horford will rest on the second night of a back-to-back. Today was a very winnable game as Shea plays against the Knicks. Uh, and tomorrow would be a winnable game against the Grizzlies if Shea played. And if Horford played, but that's not in the cards right now. What's in the cards is, is a, a definite shift that we're seeing from the Thunderfront office this 2021 draft is loaded top five guys could be franchise changers it would help the thunder so much if they got one of those guys cunningham mobley Kuminga, green or Suggs, to put next to Shea Gilgis, alexander and lou dort and some of these other guys that we're going to talk about today the young guys um, and so that's where the focus is going to be for the thunder the rest of this year they're going to develop their young guys as well and that's what today was about And those guys, before I get to them, I got to mention Al Horford. He was awesome. Once again, he only played limited minutes, 27 minutes, but seven for nine from the field, two for four from three, 16 points. He just looked really good. He is continuing to show that he will help any playoff team that's interested in trading for him. That was important for the Thunder today as well. It's the only game on. It was a nationally televised game. NBA TV, but I'm still counting it. Uh, So all eyes were on OKC, and there are so many playoff teams that could use Al Horford. If you got some bad contracts, some neutral contracts, and you want your team to be better, Al Horford is a stretch five. He can play defense. His numbers this year are very comparable to his all-star year in Boston. That's how good he's been. There should be teams interested in Al Horford. The Thunder also rested Mike Muscala. That needs to be said. They played Moses Brown, the two-way player, who looked good, by the way, instead of Mike Muscala. It's very apparent what the Thunder are doing. If we're going to evaluate the Thunder, you've got to evaluate the young guys. Poku got a second straight start. He was great against the Maz, Not so hot today. Is probably being generous. 2 for 11 from the field, 0 for 6 from 3. But we know that with Poku. Sometimes his shot's just not going to fall. What else is he doing? Well, he got 7 rebounds. That's good. He had a couple assists on some really nice passes. Also, a behind-the-back pass that didn't end up an assist that was really nice. He plays good defense. It's just a matter of whether or not his shot's going to fall, which he didn't today. Lou Dort was great. He was only 2 for 9 from the field and 0 for 3 from the Uh, three point range. So that doesn't sound good, but he was 10 of 10 from the free throw line. He was in attack mode. He got to the line and he knocked all those down six rebounds, five assists. And he was a team high negative four in the plus minus. That doesn't sound great, but he played 28 minutes and it was basically a close game when Lou was out there. So uh, some stealth move uh, from the thunder by not really playing him in the fourth quarter. Like I said, Al Horford was great. Roby looked nice five for eight from the field, 10 points, Teo Maladone was nice. 10 points. Uh, he had three assists, four rebounds, two for four from three, four or seven from the field. Justin Jackson came in and contributed. Got to talk about Kenridge Williams. Always a spark plug. 13 points on six of 10 shooting. Ty Jerome started off really hot. Then he missed a couple of threes in garbage time uh, that kind of ruined his percentage, but still 11 points, five assists, five rebounds. Uh, so the end, guys. They showed flashes, which is what you want to see if you're the Thunder. You want the guys like Horford to maintain or increase the trade value, show them off for some teams. And then you want the young guys to look good, but you probably want to start picking up those losses because you don't want to be a no man's land. You don't want to be, you know, close to the play in tournament, but not quite there, but not a top five pick either. You don't want to be in that, you know, six to to 12 zone as far as um, the standings go. So that's the bottom of the standings, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but the Thunder did what they wanted to do. They accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. Uh, and if you've been watching you know, college highlights and if you've been paying attention to this draft, the Thunder have an all-star in Shea Gilgis-Alexander. They have a franchise cornerstone in Shea. And so the best thing for Shea is to put another one of those guys next to him. And the Thunder are betting that one of those top five guys can be that guy. They've got a lot of ground to make up for those teams that are at the bottom, Uh, the Timberwolves and the Pistons and the Rockets and the Magic and the Cavs. The Thunder have got some work to do if they're going to catch up and go all in. And that's what they're trying to do. You saw that today against the Knicks. It was a home game against a, a 500 team from the East. And you saw with the with the first quarter that the Thunder can hang with them, even without George Hill, even without Mike Muscala, even without Baisley, and even without Shea Gilgis-Alexander. So the Thunder are being careful. They haven't shown signs, just true outward signs of tanking this season because they're a classy organization and they have a winning culture, a competitive culture, a culture that is instilling toughness, and, and you love to see it. They're playing smart basketball, high effort, high energy, high IQ basketball. They're instilling all the things, the winning attitudes that you want to instill, but they're going to focus on developing their young players now and trying to add elite talent to this team. It's the smart move. Uh, so there's going to be lots of these games, games where they lose, Maybe it comes down to the fourth quarter and you see guys like Moses Brown and Ty Jerome and Teo Maladone playing heavier minutes, maybe in those crunch time minutes. But this is exciting. I'm excited for the future of the Thunder. They have a vision and they're implementing it, but you're still seeing entertaining basketball. You know, for three quarters, this was a fun, competitive game. And like always, the Thunder undermanned as far as injuries or resting players, and then outclassed on paper because the Thunder starting guys who are undrafted or second rounders and their rookies or sophomores, uh, youngest players in the league, and they're tooth and nail with all these teams because that's how the Thunder play. It's an exciting brand of basketball. Uh, with an exciting future, and there's really not much more to say about this. I-, I thought it was fun for a while because the Thunder at one point put out a lineup of Ty Jerome, Poku, Moses Brown, Teo Maladon, and Isaiah Roby. So that's three guys that were just recalled from the G League, and then another 19-year-old rookie, and Maladon, and then Isaiah Roby, who played three, 10 minutes total last year. He was a second round rookie last year and he played 10 total garbage time minutes. So this is essentially his rookie year. So three G League guys, a 19-year-old rookie and essentially another rookie. And of course, that lineup competed. That is kind of the Thunder team in a nutshell this season. That was a G League team, an all-rookie, all-sophomore team. And they were competing with a 500-team from the east the sixth seed that's just what this thunder team does now are they going to get losses yes that's the intention but they're going to compete and it's just it's just a joy to watch these guys and to report on these guys there's not much to say this is kind of a rapid episode especially when i'm by myself nobody to talk to me about this thrilling game tomorrow will be fun jaw Morant will be playing in oklahoma city and it would be fun to see jaw versus shea uh, go back and forth but hey now we got jaw versus maladone and jaw versus lou dort so good luck with that jaw thanks for tuning in this is the daily thunder podcast <laughs>